just invited my girl Bree to come on and go live with me, waiting for her to get that invite. <laughs> Ooh, all right. Okay, so happy Thursday, everyone. Just a heads up, I'm also um, going to be looking right here. When I look here, or here, oh, wow, wait, it says you're unable to join. Why did I say that? Okay, I tried again. Did you get it? Before I go live on Instagram, you're going to hear yourself through the phone. Is that a problem? No. Is it like an echo? Is that why? I just said it no. You know what? They just do it on Instagram. They just forget about the Zoom. They just do it on Instagram. They just eat it that way. Uh, okay. I'm trying to find it. <laughs> Did you catch that? Yeah. Oh wait, I didn't hear anything now. Okay. Okay. I think we, nope, nope. There's it's still there. It's still there. Let's just forget Zoom. Let's just go on Instagram. Instagram oh. is like easier anyways. It just we're okay. On Instagram. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sorry about that. All right. Here we go. So, Bree, hey, I don't know how to call you by a government name. <laughs> you called me out I, on this. <laughs> please do not. I love it. You were like, um, why are you using my government name? <laughs> it's funny because that's such a Southern thing, I find. Right? And I, have, I haven't lived in the South in a very long time. So I completely forgot about this kind of stuff. Baby, we do not. <laughs> <laughs> we do not do that no mm -mm. <laughs> crack me up I was like I, I forgot my bad I forgot <laughs> it's okay. I just was like oh, no she didn't I'm so not used to people using my government name for real like it's literally only maybe like three friends and every time I'll be like um no man <laughs> I love it I love it. Oh, it's not, it's not nothing bad. I'm just not used to it, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. It's all good. Um, all right. So, brief introduction, just for Brie or anybody watching this. Um, this is the official third episode or the second interview part of the Ship Happen series. Um, and just a heads up, the bottom part of my screen is covered. So. If somebody's commenting or saying anything, I'm not going to be able to see it until after. Just so I don't get distracted, I, I just cover the bottom part of my phone. Do okay? I? I don't have to. 
Pardon? Do I need to cover mine? Because I'm sure. No, no, no. It's just for me. Because oh. I tend, I get distracted really easily. Oh. And I don't like get lost. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. So this is the second interview part of the Ship Happens series. If you haven't watched the first one, highly recommend to go watch it. I had a really, really cool conversation with my, my friend Danny. Um, and this time I'm talking to Bree. The whole point of Ship Happens is pretty much there's a lot of people, right, that are doing things or have done things that are just a little different, or things that maybe you yourself have thought about doing, but you're like, no, I could never. No, I could never even think about doing this, right? right? And as we can tell with technology, with everything happening in the world, things are changing. We're seeing more and more evidence of people doing things that you're like, wait a second, maybe I could do that too, whatever that is for you, okay? So I want to have these conversations with folks from all walks of life doing all different kinds of things. And my brand tends to aim towards more of like the spiritual thing. Yes. But, if, yes. but if you know me, you know, for me, spirituality is very grounded and it's very like, yes, you can, you know, manifest and do all of these things. But also we are living in the real world right now. So how do we merge the two? How are we standing in our power and our truth in the present moment? and being connected in a way that's real, right? Not like that fake, everything is perfect and I'm making $10,000, a month and <laughs> Exactly. So sick yes. of fake. I'm looking so, like life is so perfect on Instagram bullshit. I'm so sick of it. It is so not funny. I am mm -hmm. so sick of it. I actually literally use my Instagram to show people my good and my bad so you understand exactly. I'm just like you. And occasionally, sometimes I'll get that backlash. But thank God, I'm one of the people that honor them. You know me. You, we've known each other since middle school. I've never fucked. So <laughs> I, I just, you know, ignore the backlash. But I've gotten equally, if not more, positive um, feedback. Yeah. There we go, girl. I'm so yeah. like, you have to excuse me. I've been up since like two something in the morning. Ooh. Girl, yes. Um, so, so I'm sorry, but, um, yes, I've gotten a lot of positive feedback from people saying that they glad that, um, I'm transparent and just basically kind of what we're saying, like, please miss us with that fake like, life <laughs> is real out here. And why you over here trying to depict this little perfect reality when your world is shattered behind girl. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes and knowing too right it is a part of life we go through the phases go through the cycles and you can still do things that you want to do you can still freaking like be a boss woman and all this stuff and still have life happen to you still have things and circumstances happen to you Ooh, yeah. and know that it's all part of it it's all like the balance of being able to hold both sides being able to look at your life in a whole and be like this is who i am right now and i need to just show up the best that i can and yep. sometimes, you know, you sometimes you need to cry. Sometimes you need to yeah. Sometimes you need to, I don't know, eat like a, a whole carton of ice cream by yourself. Just feel better. Whatever. It's it's life. It's a whole thing. That's the whole point to experience. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, I love it. I love it. So, Bree, tell me if I was to ask you like who you are and how you show up in the world. Like, how would you be able to answer this question? What comes up for you? Ooh, I always get so like. Oh, girl, it's like my anxiety started to kick in when I get when I read that type of stuff. Like, so let me just start with um, I started a business last June. So my business got popular quicker than I expected. 
and I'm just a one woman army. So I've done like probably at least three to four interviews now. And I always, always, always pause. Like I feel like Eminem on um, eight mile. <laughs> Arms is sweaty. Knees weak. Arms is answer this but what's crazy is I feel like so many more people can answer it for me and that's what's crazy mm -hmm. so um I don't know how to answer how I show up in the world I just know well I kind of can but I kind of can't I don't know okay so I just know I'm me I am me 24 7 365 I am Bree I am a single mama of two beautiful handsome boys that I'm raising and it's tough, Jesus. I am a business owner times two, but one business got put on the back burner when the other one started. I'm not gonna lie; I gotta do better, but it still it still comes um, in little bitty ways. Mm -hmm. um, I have unfortunately had to go back to the working world. I'm so upset about it, but it is what it is. Life happens, like we've been saying. I have recently moved back to Georgia over the summer. Um, over the late summer towards about July um, I did not want to come back Lord knows I'm still like I don't want to I try not to claim depression but I'm not going to lie I've been depressed before so I'm shaking it seriously because I don't want to be here like I just do not want to be here I was very happy in Florida my kids was very happy in Florida I feel like we were thriving more in Florida but I'm looking at, at it as at least my time away, I grew tremendously, which we'll go back and talk about. Like, I did a very deep, like, soul-searching type of path at, like, the very beginning of the year. And I've just been, like, life has been great since then, um, even in the very dark times. Yeah. I can still find a reason to smile. Um, so I feel like I show up in the world for um, for being there for people like I have been told by numerous people, like whether it was like a guy I've dated in the past, whether it was just a coworker at work or somebody walking past and hearing conversations, because I tend to have like kind of deep conversations. I don't do well with that surface level shit. Like, please shut up. I don't do well with that. So <laughs> I always want to know, like, why are you the way you are? Like, what happened? What you been through? Mm -hmm. I'm that type of person. I wanted to go to school for psychology. I never did. So I've always been into, like, the brain and yeah. deep, deep type of stuff. So I feel like um, I show up in the world by showing people who they can be. Like, people tell us don't get caught up in potential. And I try not to, honestly. But it's kind of hard for me, too, because I have numerous times where I've shown people their potential and they have tapped into it. Mm. And, um, I, I believe it or not, I don't know how, but I've influenced like uh, so many people, so many people, um, even with starting business. I have a lot of people that has made me their business mentor without me even asking or do, you know, just mm. whatever coming to me for all types of advice, other advice, business mm. advice, um, I'm always transparent about my, my family. Everybody got a dysfunctional family, but not everybody talk about it. I talk about mine. So, you know, um, people want to know, like, you know, how I deal with that. And, you know, I've dealt with some extreme toxic Negroes, okay? 
And, you know, having to fight that and having to fight depression while being a fucking full-time single mom because ain't no days off, okay? Owner and, yeah. Ooh, girl. So I feel like I show up for people in ways of where I bring you the light in your darkness. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm always trying to find something positive to tell somebody. I'm always trying to change the narrative for somebody. I'm always trying to get them to dig deeper. Mm -hmm. And that's just kind of how I show up. I just feel like... I'm not the perfect Christian because I'm I am more Christian than anything, but mm-hmm. I don't think I went through it too. Like I was very spiritual when I went through it. Matter of fact, you were the very first person I reached out to. I don't know if you remember long oh no. I'm sorry, my phone moving and it's doing stuff on my computer. I don't know if you remember a long time ago though. Um I reached out to you about like some chakra book and you told me about it and I went and go buy it. Girl, I, I crystals, that. all that mess. So um, it's not mess because I still have it, but I just don't. Um, I don't do the stuff that I used to do with it no more. Mm-hmm. But I definitely don't look down on nobody who do. I, I do not. I don't judge. I do not. I feel mm-hmm. like everybody got to do what is best for them. Whether that's, I don't care what it is. Do what's best for you and who fuck who feels any type of way about it. <laughs> if it make you happy, please do it. Don't be worried about what nobody got to say. Because guess what? On Judgment Day, God is going to ask you about what you did with your time here. Not Susie, Tommy, your mama, daddy. Don't nobody care. Not me. I love that. I love that. That's I want to I touch on some things that you said real quick. You said that um, when you talked about, like, you started a business last year in June. So this yeah. was, like, in the middle of everything happening. I want to talk about, like, what was that push that was that like pushed you that told you that like this is now you need to do this now like was there a specific time that you can remember you just woke up one day and you were like okay I'm doing this or was it just like gradually did it gradually like add on which to the point that you couldn't ignore it anymore where you just kind of like okay well this is clearly gonna happen so I might as well just dive in um so actually I'm gonna backtrack I started my first business while personalized things like shirts and cups and just pretty much almost anything i started that one actually in april and i started that one as like a side hustle because i was working um just a little nine to five but we know we was at home so i was like doing it while i was on the phone (laughs) creating like tiles for my son's teacher and stuff it was just mad fun so i was doing that as just like a side hustle because it was just covid so it was just like hmm I just kind of want some more money while we just sitting at home. Not that, mm-hmm. Honestly, at the time, I didn't need it. I'm not going to lie. I was mm-hmm. in a relationship at the time, and I didn't even really have to pay for much. So my money was my money at the time. But um, I just, I, I've always been like, I don't know if you remember, but like even in high school, when I turned 15, like when we was in high school, I went straight to the administrator's office. I was like, can I get my workers permit, please? I came home, <laughs> like, please take me for jobs, like. I started working at 15 right at Brewster's and then I was at Target at 6 and it just went from there like I I have always been about my khaki pants I remember that yes like I've just always been about my bread you're gonna pay me you're gonna pay one thing about it two things for sure Bree is gonna get some money period I won't have it at 9 o'clock by 10 o'clock I'm gonna have it okay So, so you've always been driven. You've always been able to be like, I want something, so I'm gonna do what I need to like get this. Have to. I have to. Like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, I've been spoiled my whole life. My mom has definitely and my dad. I have just always been spoiled, but at the same time I have always been the kid where it's like I could do it myself too. So, um, yeah. But to answer your question, June when June happened, it was definitely a like 
oh my gosh, my world is like shaking because they closed our building down. Everybody lost their job. Like, whoop, took the mat from under us, baby. I was like, what? So I try to give myself a time limit of like when I'm feeling something that's too deep. Like if it can get dark, I try to give myself a time limit because you can't sit in it or you're going to be in it. Like, so I try not to sit in it too long. So I cried. I sat for a minute like, what the hell am I about to do? Because I got two whole boys looking at me and they really do look at me. Like I will catch them doing stuff I'm doing if they even realize that. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm just like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So I've already had a history of doing events. I have always loved doing events. Um, I had a homegirl send me a picture of I feel like it might have been like a picnic or something like that. I think so. And she was like, "You, you I can totally see you doing this. Because I was, I was in Tampa at the time. So sunny, pretty Florida. She was like, I can totally see you doing this. She sent me that, girl. I want to say by the end of the week, I think I spent like well over like girl, some thousands on some inventory. I'm like, I'm about to do this. And I'm the type of person where I go in, if I'm really into it, I go in and I have to pull myself back because I go too hard. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not going to lie. I was going berserk with the inventory. Like I wish that I had like a video to like insert right now of <laughs> opening my, my storage door. Cause every time I post my storage on Instagram, my DMS are crazy. They're just like, that is a whole store. Like Aww. it's, literally like it's so packed in there but it like literally used to bring me tears because i did this nobody did this. nobody put no money into my business nobody came with me on these bookings to help but like i literally everything on my own there is nobody but me for every event and some days i have events so it's stressful at times and I take bookings up and down the road. Like I'm not gonna lie, I got my car in March last year. It was like three three thousand one hundred and fifty one miles. Baby girl. Wow. It is now that was, that was in March last year. It is now October what, fourteenth? Mm-hmm. Girl, my car is at like almost sixty seven thousand miles. Because literally all I did was drive up and down to Atlanta, to Tampa, to Atlanta, to Tampa, to Atlanta, and to Tampa, and Atlanta, and Tampa. And sometimes I had to do 24-hour, like, turnaround trip. Right. So for those who don't know, do you want to tell them a little bit more about, um, this is your second business, right? Because you started the first one with T-shirts and graphics oh. and things like that, and, like, cups and just personalized. I remember this. It was, like, personalized. Yeah. Um, what was it? A tailored? Yes, A Taylor Design. Yes, A Taylor Design. So, what yeah. what is the second business for those who, if nobody's like come gone into your website or like has seen your page? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the second business is the most popular one. <laughs> it is um, started out as A Taylor Picnics because it is a luxury picnic business. So that was solely the focus in the beginning. But once again, I love you. I've done more than I've done events, so um, I knew that it. I would be rolling into other stuff. So now, um, a couple months ago, I changed it to A Taylor Experience. So I'm not putting my brand in the box because I do mm. stylized photo shoots, brand and creative content for brands and stuff, um, events, of course. Um, I even do doggy picnics, like doggy parties. Um, doggy parties. Yes. Oh, 
Girl, I'm gonna have to send you some when we get off the phone. Like the video. Oh, it is the cutest thing. Oh my gosh, it's the cutest thing. Oh my god, oh my god. Um, so doggy picnics, of course, the luxury picnics, um, kids parties, proposals, engagements. I like literally anything you think of, I can do it if it's creative. Mm -hmm. Um, and as soon as you started, it just like literally, yes. <laughs> Literally, like, I posted about it, and it was like, boom, 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 mm -hmm. boom, boom. Like, I was so overwhelmed. I was crying. Like, God, I know I prayed for this, but what am I going to do? Because I don't have no help, and I can't pay for no help right now. So yeah. I just had to thug it out. I had to thug it out. I had to explain to my kids that, like, hey, like, I know that y'all are sad that y'all aren't seeing me like that, but I'm doing this for us at the end of the day. Like, and I'm not, if I'm just being true. Parent, oh God, don't judge me, y'all, but I don't care. This is just life. I knew the relationship I was in at the time I wouldn't be in it forever. Um, I kind of met him in a dark time. Ooh, girl, my last two relationships, this is why it is important to not date when you are not healed. Because you will fucking attach your soul to some fucking body that you're not supposed to be tied to, okay? My last two relationships have been some. One is a soul time. I got a baby by him. Jesus, pray for me. And the second one, um, it's no soul tie, but it was just ridiculous. Okay. So I met him after, like, probably like a month after I had broken up with my dad. Um, when I met him, my son's dad was living at my house still. So um, I'm just, you know, I was being honest with my boyfriend at the time. Like, hey, my baby dad's on the couch. So when I met him, it was just a mess to begin with. And then, you know, we moved to Florida together and it was just a bad mistake. And the good thing is, though, what I can say is if it wasn't for me getting in that relationship, I probably wouldn't have done as much let me not say as much. I wouldn't have grown more because I had grown before. I had done like a lot of changes like some years before. But like I as deep as I did this and gotten me to where I am now where I'm like so good and so like whatever. Yeah. You know, like I would not have been able to get here if it wasn't for that relationship. And if it wasn't for my last two, honestly, the two of them have made me that bitch today okay yeah <laughs> i love that i love that because i don't think people most people don't take the time to actually realize you know whether it was relationship or friendship or whatever that every experience we have with other people every time we connect with other people every time we go through something with somebody else that it does help us hopefully it helps us look at ourselves and access our inner power and help us realize you know like damn like i can do so much more or like I have the strength to go through this, you know, knowing that, like, I went through that. <laughs> like, I can definitely relate. You know what I mean? So I love that. Do you think that helped you because you were in that terminus union? Do you think that kind of gave you, like, a little extra motivation to push your business more? Girl, for sure. I, yeah. like, literally yeah. forced me because I moved down there with him. Mm -hmm. So you got to remember, we broke up he felt away so we had agreed that hey on this date i'll be out the house but like luckily we had just got a new house it's multiple floors so me and my kids upstairs he downstairs so it was kind of whatever but like he just started getting really really petty so mm -hmm. i left 
immediately. Like I was like, oh, I got to get us up out of here because it's just start. It started to get too ugly. So I was like, oh, I got to get us up out of here. And uh, I was like, I can't go back to Georgia. That's just not an option. So literally in Florida by myself when I was single soldier, I know. I'm like, we're going we gonna to figure this out. And we did. But then business was just too busy. And I had to come back to Georgia. So that's why I'm here. Because you can't be a single mom in the city by yourself. You can't. It is literally not no nobody's option. Unless you got money to pay a nanny. That's the goal. But I don't have that right now. Yeah. So I'm back in Atlanta until then. But yes, to answer your question, it literally forced me. Because then I had to double the marketing. Like, we oh, we going to push this. Because this business has to work. It's all I got. Mm. Nobody was hiring. I just want like, to highlight something you said real quick. That goes back to the beginning of what we said, right? Because things don't have to be perfect. A lot of the times we have this idea in our heads that I can't do this because of that, right? Like I can't start a business because I don't know about marketing. I can't start a business because like I'm not good at sales. I can't start a business because my life is in shambles. Who's actually gonna like pay me for service or whatever, whatever it is, right? And we come up with these excuses, but for you, your circumstances, you actually use that as motivation. You're like, because this is happening, I'm going to use this fire to fuel this. Yes. You know, like, oh, chills. I legit just got chills. Like, damn. Look who's here. I'm going to keep the. Hi. <laughs> I'm going to keep the cursing to minimum. Although I feel like you were doing this all up. <laughs> well, he was downstairs, but he just came upstairs. Go back. <laughs> But yeah, I love I love that you you said this though. That's I love that. Yeah, Close you used the Thank you. <laughs> and again, y'all, she's a mama, right? So when she yeah. she has to get things done, she has to get things done. Listen, I always tell people this the root. You want to see what a mama is? This mama is not no Instagramable moments. Let's take pictures. It's cute all the time. Oh my god, I love my kids all so much. They're so perfect. Oh my god, fuck that. Okay. I and we're back to cursing. <laughs> they're downstairs. She's like, I he's love, gone. <laughs> I love, love, love my kids. Love them. Like, seriously, anybody who knows me knows I will do anything for my kids. Like, even strangers on my Instagram who's just been following me for years. I, I call them, like, my Instagram family. Because, <laughs> you know, they've just been here since, shit, Christian, who's 12 now. But, um, girl. Oh, my gosh. That makes me feel so old. Anything for them. But do not recognize I do not recognize this shit. Not if you don't have no help. Not if you don't have no help. Because it's going to stress you out more. Seriously. Mm -hmm. If you are not a strong, resilient person, that's why you have mothers and fathers kill themselves because they're a single parent and they have no help. And this is 100% transparent. I used to be embarrassed to say stuff like this until I joined mom. They were in there like, I'm about to sit on the pay for $2. I'm about to do that. And I'm in there like, yo, what the fuck? And then in my head, like when my kid pissed me off later and that shit started flopping in my head, like yo I see why their moms was in there talking about like you playing with me and you know like perfect example Kirk Franklin who was a pastor who was a good man we've been everybody loved Kirk and they gonna his son yeah going off on his son and everybody who was a real parent was like y'all gonna stop that shit we're not canceling him because if you a real parent you know your child will take you there they will make listen Girl, that will make you want to kill him and then resurrect him. Like, stop playing with. Him, okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't have any kids. 
Oh, I know. I know. That's why I'm telling you. This is facts. This so is doesn't recommend it unless I have health. No, seriously. No, seriously. If you do not have any type of help that is a consistent help, you're going to be. And, and let me say this. If you're not strong, because thank God I have been strong since I was a child. I ain't had no choice. But, baby, if you're not strong, that shit will take you out. I used to have to take my to work, like sneaking them in work, both of my jobs. Like, I didn't have and bills are due and these people don't care that you're a single mom they want they want their money on the first 15 fuck your life we don't care give me money so these kids don't have to come to work what am i doing what am i doing what am i doing <laughs> i used to be mad judgmental until i became a parent like watching and like yo these people leaving kids at work at home by themselves so they can work uh yeah i, I wouldn't know i'm not gonna lie like it ain't that bad i got i got help I have help, so don't be trying to. I have help, but as a mother was an and and as a person who is very non-judgmental because I just get it. Like I I, I it. like I wouldn't do it, but I get, I I'm not judging you. I totally mm -hmm. get it. yeah. So you hold a lot of hats right now. You're holding a lot of hats. You're a mom. You have a full-time job. You you're still doing your business, mm -hmm. but you're still focusing on your business. How do you prioritize rest and and making sure that you take care of yourself and make sure that your cup is full? Or do you prioritize that? Girl. <laughs> well, I feel like that answers the Ooh. question. <laughs> Baby girl. I, like in the very beginning, and, and it was honestly a I moved to Georgia, I, me and, all, and all of my kids, I'm talking like I got a gang. It's only three, where it's three of us, me and my two sons. Um, all of our schedules, there's no schedule. There, There is no schedule now um, like it was in Florida, like when it was just the three of us in the house. Mm -hmm. It was very much, I am a very structured mom. I am a very scheduled person. I'm a planner all the way around. Like I, I live off a system, like a very system like schedule. So to be kind of everywhere is ridiculous. Um, so I used to do like self care days because as a single mom, again, it's hard. What what time mm -hmm. is it? So when they're asleep, I had to use that. Like okay, so now I can get in the tub and light a candle and just sit and play some music and think for a minute. Or, um, like I said, I, I'm a Christian. I'm not a perfect Christian, but I used to be in my Bible heavy. So mm -hmm. I would you know, be doing Bible study or, um, I really love to read. I had a couple books that I'm still reading now. Cause now that I'm here, I don't have a time to read. Um, yeah. But do you think it's important to be able to have that, that time for yourself or to it is the labels and the, the things that are the everyday life things, right? It is because if you don't pull, like, like the, the, the oldest saying, you know, you can't pour from empty, like it's cliche as people love to be like, so cliche, oh, but it's so very true because there has been times where I had like literally like been breaking down crying because mm -hmm. I get up for you no fucking juice. I don't. I don't have the energy to get up to fix you no breakfast. I do not. Yeah. So, like, when I get overwhelmed, thank God my oldest son is old enough to just do, like, he, he can't, I'm not, oh, girl, so much to say in such a small time frame. 
Um, thankfully, he's old enough to where he can do little stuff. Like, he know how to cook an egg. And he can put something in the toaster, in the microwave, in the oven quickly. Yeah. Pull it out quickly. So, he'll if he sees that I'm overwhelmed, he literally just steps in without me. I love that boy. Like, it literally brings tears to my eyes. My eyes is like watering up. I love him. I love him. I love them both. That Christian, because he's seen me go through a lot. Then, mm. like, so, you know, that saying is very true because I'm the oldest on both sides and I just couldn't so long. Like, why do I get treated this way? But others are just so, uh, like, uh. Anyway, um, I'm the baby, so I can't relate. <laughs> no, I know. I know. <laughs> so, um, I treat it any type of way differently, per se. My family yeah. would that they feel like I show more favoritism to the baby. But when I talk to other about it, like when I've been, because I'm not gonna lie, that hurts my feelings. So mm -hmm. when I talk about it, they change the perspective. Like my kids are nine and a half years apart. A baby still like he's three <laughs> so and he was on my for two full years like i mean like okay that baby took that attachment to a whole level and honestly he's smarter than how christian was at his age but he don't talk like christian was talking full-blown can sit down have a conversation with you at one people was blown like how can y'all talk like this at one i never let nobody baby talk him but anyway um Whereas Chance is three, he talks. I don't know if you heard him when he came here. He was like, "Mom, are you okay?" Like the, both of my boys always check on me every so often. And it's like whatever room I'm in, they both come in here. You okay? You good? We get a hug, we get a kiss, and it just repeats all throughout the day. But like, "Mom, you okay?" I'm, I'm okay. And then he left. I'm like, "Shut the door." He like, "Okay, you know, little stuff." He can tell you little stuff. Like, I want to watch Thomas the Train. You know, little stuff. But he don't talk how Christian talks. So to me, it's just like I have to low key like baby him a little bit because it's like well what you trying to say like I'm the only one that can be like oh he's talking about this whereas other people are getting frustrated like use your words and then it pisses me off because it's like don't fucking tell him to use his words he's trying like he's probably just more observant too he's just watching I was that kind of kid hard I used to watch everything girl that boy so fucking smart yeah oh it's crazy but um I'm saying that to say I, I don't Christian has Christian has seen a lot. Like I was in a beautiful relationship one time, so it's domestic violence month. I'm always like emotional in October because this is like a horrible month for me. <laughs> so, uh, like he didn't really see that, but he had some bad arguments in some relationship. I, you know, with mom trying to figure the fuck out, and I was a single mom, so he went where the fuck I went. So Christian has seen a lot. So our relationship is just different, and we are best for real for real yeah oh he just i don't have like he can just step in like it's no it's no words we don't look at each other for him to understand like he just like okay chance let's go like <laughs> it's so funny like i love it it's the cutest but but prioritizing self-care this is gonna sound horrible and i pray to god that nobody in my family watches this because it's gonna be a problem but this is just transparency. Yeah. When back to Georgia, I had to move back to my mother's house with COVID. Business has been extremely slow since moving back, basically, because mm -hmm. I'm pretty sun sunny Florida. Honestly, even in Florida, it started slowing down a little bit because um, I don't believe in company. 
but competitors, it started to get too competitive with the, the line of business that I'm in. I never, I hate saying stuff like this because it sounds cocky, but it's, I have way too many people that can prove it. I brought that experience to Tampa. Um, I did find out after like a few months in Atlanta, because I thought that I brought this experience to Atlanta too, but there was one company that had been out like some months before me. But I'm gonna I'm gonna stand on the fact that I brought it to Atlanta too because who knew about you? I mean I'm not I'm not trying to be funny, but this is facts. Nobody knew about luxury picnics until A Taylor. It's yeah. I'm gonna stamp that and stand on that. Yeah. Many people that has said for me the reason I feel comfortable saying it because I was thinking it for so long, but once I heard it once and then I heard it twice and I heard it three times and these people don't know each other. Hearing it from mad people in two different cities. It's got to be some facts somewhere. But anyway, um, damn, I lost my track of train of thought. What am I talking about? Okay. Yeah. So anyway, okay. So I'm saying that to say um, it's hard to do self-care. It's easier kind of now because business has slowed down. But mm -hmm. it's hard to do self-care one when you're busy. Um, two, if you don't have that much of or you do have support, but they help you so much that I'm a, I'm a considerate person. Like, damn, you help me all the time. I don't want to throw all you one time so I can charge up. But it's like, fuck if I would have. It's tough. Um, and if I'm just being, I'm, I'm huge on mental health, huge. And I live in a house with only one person that can understand it because that's she. She went to college for it, and she's actually a psychologist now. Like that's her job. Um, but I live in a house with people that can't understand that self-care should be a priority. So when I'm mentioning, hey, I'm feeling a little depressed or I'm starting to whatever is kind of like, oh, you'll be all right. Or that's life. Everybody go through that. Like, I don't do well with them type of comments because it's like, okay. Yeah. That don't have to be my story, though. And that should be your response. But it's like, I can't force nobody to see nothing. But hard to prioritize self-care when I have to rely on other people to get that mm, that's such a good point I like that I think it's so important too as women right so as women and also as people of color self-care and like mental health taking that seriously it's still it's like a new thing right like I've heard so many comments about like oh that's white people stuff and it's like oh girl that <laughs> like <laughs> Them type of comments literally send, cause what the fuck? Because oh. it's just not it's just it's just not the norm for us, right? Because society, our culture tells us that we should always be productive, we should always be doing, should always be hustling. And of course, like on a greater scale, a global scale, it's everyone. But then, like for us, right? Speaking as women and speaking as women of color, it's such a bigger thing where it's like. I, I don't know how else to explain it, but it's like it, it's it's more. You know, yeah. I was watching a I was watching a documentary recently, The Wisdom of Trauma, and he actually brings up trauma in the African American community. And he said, you know, he was saying talking about percentages of health issues in the African American community. He talks about like the deaths in the hospitals and how most of the time we see this. And of course, like um, negligence in the medical field does happen. But most of the death, most of the trauma, most of the health issues that African-American people have is mainly due to generational trauma mm -hmm. and cultural trauma. Mm -hmm. So I love that he mentioned this because I was like, mm, let's talk about this because this is an important conversation to have. 
those are the, the conversations I love to be front and center with, okay? Because people hate when I open my mouth, like, are you ready? Are you ready? You ready to talk? Are you ready? <laughs> are you ready to talk about this? Like, real mm -hmm. talk. It's like, because I'm the considered the black sheep of my I'm not quiet to nobody. Like, people, even, like, my grandmother, people, that's your grandma. Okay. Love her to death, but grandma, you wrong. The fuck? <laughs> Hello. That's your mama. Love her to death. She's loud and wrong. Hello. Yeah. Daddy, love him to death. That nigga ignorant. The hell you talking about? Mm -hmm. I am not that generation where we just gonna do shit and shut up because what mama said and your mama was a dumbass bitch. Because she didn't want to have a voice and she just wanted to sit there. I'm not her. <laughs> like, I'm not her. My You're breaking all barriers. You're just like... My family cannot stand it, but what's crazy is the world fucking loves me like everybody loves me because i say things that they would never yeah and i don't give a fuck and i'm going to stand on it until i die i have yeah. always i've always been this i tell my like my mama hates when i say this because i've said it in front of her mad times and i will continue to it's a truth whether you want to hear it or not i have two parents that say whatever the fuck they want to whoever they want why do you think that I was going to not do that? I love I, that, though. I love that. Because you're breaking the barriers. You're, you're I wanted me to be different. You should have checked that shit at a young age, and you took too long. I would never forget the day my dad called himself trying to check me. Girl, I would never forget. I think I was a senior in high school or maybe graduated by then. I would never forget this shit. We were at Chili's. And I guess I said something he didn't like, and he, like, tried to, like, I think he tried to pop me in my mouth and he tried to say something. And I, and I moved or something. I was like, yo, it's too late. It's too late, yo. Like, what are you doing? No, it's time out for that. <laughs> We're not doing that. Because you should have checked this a long time ago. Or, matter of fact, for him, you should have been around. Mm. Um, I have to, like, and it's hard for me. Like, I, everybody got to do what's best for them. Like, I don't, I'm I know my mom very much, but I'm still trying to figure her out in certain ways because she's very, like, shout out, but at the same time, she holds a lot in. And as, as shout out as I am, there's a lot of stuff I try not to say because I can hurt somebody's feelings unintentionally. Yeah. But I'm just like, sorry? Not sorry, mm -hmm. though. Because it's just like, hell, yo. Mm -hmm. Just hell. I mean, but I was horrible to prison for so long so my sister definitely be smacking me in the back of my head sometimes like you are mad rude you need to remember it took you hella long because your ass was not listening and I was like and it's crazy because I'm listening but like as they're talking I'm like rolling my eyes like mm -hmm. but I'm listening though like and when I was when I fucked up and you was right and in my head I'm like god damn it she sure said now that's one thing that I can say. Like when I'm wrong, I'll be like, "Yeah, it was me. I fucked up." That's why when I tell stories, you never have to question anything. Mm -hmm. And what I, do you think is behind that? Huh? What do you think is behind that? Like, why or how are you so able to speak your truth and able to just be so open and so honest about things when there's so many aspects of life that tells us not to, right? 
there's so many aspects of life that conditions us to be a certain way or to say certain things or to almost like stay in a box and like don't disturb the you know don't disturb the shit just kind of you know what i mean but for you you're very just kind of like listen i'm just gonna be myself i'm just gonna be real i'm just gonna say it like it is and i'm just gonna do the things like i want to do something i'm gonna go all in i'm gonna do it like what is that motivation behind it or like were you always like this? I know you've mentioned before in terms of like your work ethics, you've always been that way, but in all aspects of life, do you feel like you've always been this way or did you kind of like have to learn how to be that way? I'm trying to think back because I feel like on the inside, I've always been this way, but I feel like it came out more in middle school because I got bullied in elementary school for being like dumb tall. Like you're hella tall and skinny. You have little ears. Your feet are mad little. Like, and I never really stood up for myself. I didn't cry or no shit. Like, I didn't feel no type of way. But um, I never said anything. And then I think I just remember one day I got fed up. And I just was like, yo, shut the fuck up. And it, I remember you having a mouth in middle school, too. Yeah. Girl. I remember this. <laughs> that was my prime day. Like, because that's when it had, like, literally. That is so when like it was a shit. It was almost like boom baby <laughs> yes because i got so fed up i'm just like i'm not gonna keep me and everybody punching bag like what's up y'all some bullies out here and then it's like i became that and that wasn't cool because then i started mm -hmm. cool. and i started becoming like you know I, I, like, I don't know like i never want to be i never want somebody to be scared of me ever like who am i nobody like what you scared of me for i believe like you but it started in middle school because that's when i got fed up like who are you talking to like we could fight right now <laughs> and my mom just i just will never forget she just kept being like you gotta care about something because everything was i don't care 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 i just don't care and she was like you have to care about something i'm just like no I do not. So do I don't know. Do, too, do you think that was due because of the bullying? That's to the point that you just feel like you didn't care about things. That you don't want to show any vulnerability or show like any emotions or feelings. Like you have to be like the tough person. I have been a confused child my whole life. I went through, I had bad identity issues, yo. Like I was cheerleading and I used to be out there with them white girls tanning. And my mom was like, you're black. We don't do that. Like oh. I'm white so bad. And it's ridiculous. My mom is light skinned. And I remember as a child, like, trying to come behind her ear. Because I used to watch, like, alien stuff, you know, pulling mask off. And it's a whole nother person. I'm like, you're an alien. Like, why are you so light-skinned and I'm so black? Like, <laughs> girl, I don't know. Crazy. Crazy. But I feel like me standing in my truth really came from one. I got tired. Like, I was so tired of everybody speaking for me. Because bullying, I want, my mom ain't a bully. But my family is very... They can try to shove the narrative down your throat without you knowing if that makes sense. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? It makes sense. So for, you don't realize it until you're older. So it's like, you get older and you start realizing like, no, I don't like that. I don't want that. Or that's not what I said. And it's mm -hmm. like, don't talk back. And it's like, I'm not talking back. I just really didn't say that. And you just get frustrated from that and it just goes and it just goes and then you stop caring. Whoop me. Go ahead, whoop me. I'm gonna put you on punishment. Go ahead. I know your first thing gonna do is take my phone. Take my phone. You know, um, you stop caring about stuff that you know is coming. 
if that makes sense. So I just, as a child, just got, got tired all around. Like, I just felt bullied all around from my family, from people in school, and I just got tired. And it's just like, I don't need people to speak for me. I have my own voice. So I'm glad. Okay. Honestly, people, if you think about it today, look at everybody who is woke or has a voice. Mm -hmm. They seem problematic to these niggas that's okay being stuck in the system. And I hate to sound like some conspiracy theorist, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Everybody that has something to say that is facts or that should be changed or is holding some type of accountability, you're a problem. Mm -hmm. You're that problem child. You're that black sheep in the family. You're that troublemaker. Mm -hmm. You're whatever it is. Absolutely. I have always been that. I have yeah. been the black sheep in my family forever. I have been the kid that's going to speak up. And I'm okay with that. It took me a long time to get here. And I'm so glad to be here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whatever so, you want to be, that's what I am. So at first it sounds like it was almost like a defense mechanism, right? Because yeah. you're like, it's happened so so many times that you're just kind of like, okay, well, I just don't care. Like, it just doesn't touch me anymore, whatever. So it was almost like a defense mechanism. And then eventually you realize, you're like, wait, there's some strength in there. There's something in there that can actually be me accessing my own power and realizing that others can't use certain things against me because of that. Like, it doesn't have to be a defense mechanism. It could be almost like I'm polishing, you know, that diamond. Ain't no kind of and am, ma'am. Yes, yes. That pressure, because I don't been under a lot of pressure. This is a whole diamond out here. Yes, ma'am. Polishing it, shining right. This light that you want, because I'm always going to be the person to say what you don't want to say. I can tell you, I can't tell you how many times in school, at jobs, even at home, when my cousins or my siblings don't want to, can you go tell mom? And I'm like, yep. Can you ask the teacher? Yep. Can you tell the supervisor that we don't? Yep. Because what <laughs> of you, it, the worst you're going to tell me is a no. And if you tell me no, I'm the type of person where all I'm going to do is figure out a way to get you to tell me yeah. Like, I'm going to get what I want in the end. I think that definitely shows up, too. It shows up in the reason why, you know, you started a business in the middle of a pandemic where people were scared to be around other people, but mm -hmm. you brought, like, luxury picnics and, like, luxury events. And, again, people did not want to be around other people. People weren't doing things, right? We weren't allowed to be doing things. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I'm going to start a business and it's going to be about like, you know, like bringing people together, couples, yeah. like engagements, whatever, have picnics, communities come together. Mm -hmm. To me, it's like, if that doesn't show, <laughs> you know what I mean? That fire and that passion within you of like, listen, we're going to do things. We're going to do some things. And people can feel that. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you're standing in your truth and people can always feel that. And I think you're such a great example of that, even within your business. And I'm sure in your everyday life too. Thanks, girl. <laughs> Ooh, it's so crazy still. Like, when people tell me they're proud of me, it makes me feel weird. I don't know. It shouldn't, but it does. Mm -hmm. I never hear I'm proud of you enough or the things mm -hmm. that make me care. So when people do tell me things that should be normal, it feels weird to me because I don't get that. I've never... Because it's not the norm. Like, telling somebody you're proud of them for doing something that's different or something that's, you know, not the norm, it's like, oh, Oh, snap. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> but something else that you said, too, you're talking about the black sheep of the family and people who, you know, are doing things that are different. Now, we're looked up 
at, you know, people look at us like in a different way, but we're literally just trying to access our truth and live it. We're doing things different. And it's not, for most of us, it's not even trying to be a rebel or trying to be like, I'm just different. It's just a lot of the time, there are ways that we, we learn ourselves to deal with things that happen in life. And we always went back to the point of we had to just speak our truth. Yes. There was no point for it. There was no other way for us. You know what I mean? Like these shifts happen and we're like, okay, well, I don't have, this is all I can do. I can just speak my truth and be myself. I have no other way of being. It's just being yourself. No, seriously. And it's so foreign to me because I am very like, I really am so non-judgmental. But I get so pissed off when other people can't speak up for themselves. Like, why the fuck can't you do it? Like, just go and tell them. Just do it. Like, yeah. it literally furates me because I just feel like people should be able to stand in their truth. Like, who who are you to feel away about how I feel? You can't mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. Just because you don't agree or don't understand or are, are uneducated on it. It's sick. Mm. I mean, that's a whole different topic we can go deep into, especially with everything happening now. I'm having this conversation a lot where I'm like, I just don't understand why people just can't let other people do their own things. Because like, what's the get it? Mind your business. Just mind your business. And I okay. love to tell people, get you some business and mind it, please. Get you some business and mind it. That should be on a t-shirt. That should be on a t-shirt. I swear, I'm getting all these quotes. Danny's conversation too. He has some quotes and I'm like, listen... There's certain things I need to be on a t-shirt. I love that. My Get friend. you some business and mind it. <laughs> like, I think I got that from um, the Browns. The Browns, whatever. But, you know, just please, people, God ain't gonna ask you about nobody else on Judgment Day. Nobody. Like, mm -hmm. people just be so bothered about other people's life. And I... You, now let me let me just back up because I will I'll find myself eating my words here. Now what I can say is when you love somebody and this can be just no, I'm not even talking just romantic. I mean like family, cousin, sister, brother. When you love somebody, it's hard to sit up and watch somebody go through some stupid shit. It's so hard to do. It's yeah. so hard, but you just gotta let them go through it. And oh girl, that one took me forever to learn. Ooh girl, but now I just be unbothered. I just be, when they call me with it now, I just be like, girl, well, what you gonna do? You gonna stay with them? I'm gonna love you regardless, but please, just don't keep calling me about this thing that you know it's wrong and you should leave and you not leave. I don't want to hear about I will give you, a, I have a three-strike rule. After that, it's time to figure out a resolution. We're not gonna keep talking about the same thing. What are we gonna do about it? I don't want to hear about it. I am literally in the biggest shift of my life. So that's why I'm glad that when you reached out to me about this, I was like, oh my gosh, if this ain't another sign, because I've just been getting the most random signs about certain things. And I'm just like, cause when I tell you this is literally the biggest shift of my life, I am literally not like everybody in my life think they know me. They don't know me now. Mm -hmm. they, not, not a single person in my life knows this breed today, not one. No. Do you feel like you know yourself though? Like you know oh, you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. Like I know me a hundred and ten percent confidently. Me. Like it. I'm so glad I went through what I went through this year to get me here. Like I can't. I can't thank them. Them trials and tribulations enough. I can't. I can't. It was such a dark time, but it has brought me to the opposite end of the time. I'm so glad to be out. Mm. 
-hmm. like this this new breed the way i think the way i move like i'm not perfect it's still some stuff that i working on but the mm -hmm. fact that i even can acknowledge that is huge mm -hmm. how many people walking around here not acknowledging that their flaws that are bright as fucking day girl let's not get into mm -hmm. it but <laughs> but the fa the fact that I know my flaws. So when people try to use them against me, I just smile and be like, "You can't use that against me, but who I know?" And I'm working mm -hmm. actively. So try again. Mm -hmm. Move around. So you say you're going through your biggest shift right now. Are you comfortable to share this shift, or? Well, I kind of did. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, yeah, pretty much. That's about as deep as it's gonna get today on this episode. We're gonna have to come back for another one. <laughs> You know what? I would love that. I would love to, you know, like a few months from now, look back in this conversation and have you back and just talk about, you know, the growth that you've had since like this moment right now. You yeah, know, exactly. I need to look back on this and be like the stuff that we talked about, like where are you now with these things? Like how how has this shift you're experiencing actually changed your life now? Because what I truly believe, like I really think we go through so many shifts in our lives and sometimes we don't always pay attention to them. But when you take the time and you can just like be in the moment, I can pay attention. Because a lot of people, I see this a lot, a lot of people are so stuck in how much more they have to go, right? Like how much more the road is. And like, oh, there's so much more to do, so much. Oh, I just I want to be that person. I want to be that thing that they don't really take the time to acknowledge and honor where they are right now. And all of the experiences and shifts that has happened that they've learned and grown from. You're to not. truly like honor and acknowledge it. And I love that you've done this so many times in this conversation where you're like, that happened and it was shitty, but damn, did it help me? <laughs> you know, because I, I don't feel like people do this enough. And I think it's so needed. It's so needed. They do not do it. Check in with yourself this way. Mm -hmm. I do. I do. Mm -hmm. I check in a lot, honestly. I check in with myself a lot. Um, I probably haven't been the best friend to any of my friends lately, though, because I've been in such a dark time. But a couple of people kind of know, and they've been kind of keeping up with me because I can't. I, I needed to give it myself okay yeah. but um it's tough honestly sometimes to realize the growth that you like as as much as I can do it now it's it's tough to realize that damn I have grown a lot or it's tough to do but I can do it now honestly because I'm I'm around so many people that it's like you coming up come on look because <laughs> talking about this shit like it's to the point where I wait. I lost you. I lost you for a second. I lost you. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's not because it's trying to die. Um, it's like I, I don't do well with them surface level combos no more. I don't do well with with small talk. I don't do well with stuff that is like what it, it, it's no purpose. Honestly, that's where I'm like, what's the purpose? Yeah. Like, I even be asking my son now when he be doing stuff. I'd be like, "What was the purpose of that?" Because <laughs> like, I want, I'm trying to teach him at such a young age how to feel. Yeah. The baby has that baby there has so much hurt and anger in him because of his father. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm trying to get him to be healed young because mm -hmm. trying to figure out as an adult late is too many people's story, and that is not going to be my kid's story. Over my dead body. Do you hear me? The generational curse has stopped here. Like mm -hmm. it's not. It is not. It ain't. It's not an option. Mm 
So mm-hmm. I, I make him think in to a to a lot of people it seems like damn you so hard on him he's only 12 where on the flip side the other will be like stay on his ass because he's gonna be the one <clears throat> once again i could care less about what people think i'm on his ass because mm-hmm. i have seen so much growth on him since i've started being on his butt but honestly it took quarantine for that because us being in the house had i not had been in that house like that i wouldn't have known like you got a lot going on that i don't like you need to let it go. Wherever mm-hmm. you got this, this, and this from, let that shit go, boy. Wow. So, so I, we all having a shift because it's been a shift for him too. Because it's seeming like, damn, my mom, my best friend, she went from being so sweet to loving. Like, damn, am I doing anything right? Like, I had to talk to him. Like, I know it's seeming like mm-hmm. I don't love you, or I know it's seeming like, but let me tell you why. I talked to him like about everything. I talked to him about credit toxic family toxic relationships like i talk to that boy i don't put him mm-hmm. in adult people in adult business because i can't stand when people do that but i talk to him about certain stuff so he can know what is healthy and what is not because we're not doing mm-hmm. that you ain't gonna bring no toxic little girl around here because i'm gonna knock her out and now i'm gonna tell her to go get her mama it's a... so you're really big on breaking Hey. All of these, like, generational and, and even some cultural traumas, too, because we briefly talked about the whole aspect of, like, being a, a woman of color, you know, just being a woman of color, period, just trying to live life, and all of the toxic things that we're told, all the toxic things that we've broken through, and just to show up as ourselves and our power. Girl, what that looks like to other people. Look, I'm like, all this cultural oppression we got, girl. Yeah. It it need to be mandated that black people got a therapist. If you black, you need a therapist. I don't care. It needs to be a requirement. Ooh. Honestly, I think every single person, because every single person dealing with trauma. But like I said earlier today, yes, on a global scale, we know this, you know. But there are certain groups, you know, there are certain groups that have been a little bit more traumatized. And again, there's no label, there's no like levels of this or whatever. No. There are certain groups that have had to deal with different things. Oh, yeah. Things that are deep and yes. people of color, and not just speaking of African American or like Haitian American, like myself, but people yeah. of color. Even when we bring, you know, Asians or we bring, you know, yep. Spanish folks, like we've yep. all dealt with like different yeah. areas of it. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, I, I, I'm such an advocate for therapy. I'm such an advocate for even coaching or mentorship. Just be, yeah. And also community, a community that is open, that allows you to be open and to learn about yourself more and to almost for that to ripple into your everyday life. You know, like I'm such a, and I love that you mentioned that people around you, you know, how you're so intentional with the people around you. You're so intentional with the people, with the conversations that you have with people. Like, what is the purpose of this? Why are you, you know, like, like gossiping, you know, like to me, that doesn't exist. Like, that's not in my life. I don't do this. That's <laughs> I like, just don't see the point. Gossip, follow it up with a business plan or something. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, how are you improving yourself? How are you improving your relationships? How are you improving the world? Let's talk about this. Instead of freaking so-and-so did this, so that's going on. Like, girl, give me the juice. No, let's talk about how you're making your own juice. Let's talk about how you're uplifting yourself and those around you to me those are the conversations that i i have you know what i mean but again this is not the norm 
we the things that we are doing that's not the norm at least not right now this is which true. is why i think we need to keep it going which is why i think it's so important for people like us to be doing the things and to be honest and not just gonna like oh i'm just gonna stay in my little box and do my thing but to realize you know we are living and doing things that are not the norm and other people may need that evidence to help them get out of their boxes yes yeah this is yeah because i love to tell people if i can do it if this single mama can do it and figure it out baby you trust me yeah and too because it has been too many times where i have been like back up against the wall on the ground ain't no other way to get up and i'm like how the heck am i about to do this how mm-hmm. how, how, how this thing oh mm. mm-hmm. if i can do it you can do it all you got to do is just sit down and get a plan and whoever your higher being is talk to them for a little bit get a plan focus cut out the distractions as hard as it is and and just get it done man i I don't do well with excuses i I can only let excuses fly for so long but excuses literally literally make my skin i hate a person that's full of excuses like please do you want it or do you not so you, you only get so long, but I know if you in my life, you around me, we're going to do something. We're going to figure it out. We, we, <laughs> hmm. we're gonna I love out. that. I love that. Um, so- what was I going to say? Okay, so when these things are coming up, right, you go through these shifts, and but you, you have that inner power, and I, I don't like to use the word resilience, because I feel like it's such a, I don't know, I just don't like to use it. But let's say you <laughs> you go through these things, but you have that inner that inner thing, you know, that always pushes you. It's like, hey, I've been in deeper shit before, and I figured it out. How do you move past this? Do you just remind yourself of like I went through that and look where I am now? Or like, how exactly do you move past it? Or I think maybe you kind of just answered answer this actually when you said that you consult your higher power, whatever higher power people believe in. You, for you, you consult your higher power, and you're able to check in with yourself and take the time to really like get silent. And do you feel like the messages come to you or do you feel like just by being silent, you're able to come up with a plan just because you're not distracted and you're just so focused? Mm, honestly, yeah, I need silence. Too much noise. I'll be like, please, I can't even think. Like, I get overwhelmed sometimes when it's too loud. But I honestly see why the older, older people be like, cut all that noise out. Like, <laughs> I don't yeah. know all that noise. Um, So... When when the time's coming, it's dark, and it's like, yeah, I, I, I literally have to think, if I got over that, this I can get over this. And then not only that, I have kids, so because it's just us, literally, like, because mm-hmm. uh, I hate using that phrase of, you have to be a parent to understand, because sometimes, no, the fuck you don't. But in this instance, I kind of feel that way because literally right before I do something, because I'm not perfect. I used to be extremely crazy. So I have times where um, nobody can really get me to act crazy like that. But my youngest son's father definitely takes me there. So I have moments where I have to be like, girl. And I literally, literally close my eyes and it's one child here, one child here. And then it's like, I'll put Mm -hmm. something on and I'll have to bring it on down because if not if i handle it you're gonna see a mugshot Mm. i'm just being honest (laughs) so i literally 
either think about something I overcame before, but nine times out of ten, every single time, let me find my gospel right now. Right now. Okay. Instantly. <laughs> I need some gospel right now. Because, baby, I'm about to go off. And I just close my little eyes and I see them kids and I just be like, they don't need to see you in the orange jumpsuit, girl. <laughs> I love that. So, in a way, they almost like ground you. They bring you back to like, now we have to act right. <laughs> we have nope. to do a thing and we act right. And that's that That's that being a single mom because I literally, literally, literally tell myself when I get past a certain level of anger and that's not working, I start telling myself in my head, like I start feeling like a crazy person, but I have to do it because it's like, when you, if you truly know yourself, you got to bring it back in because I know what I'm capable of doing. I done did it. I got crazy days. I got stories for days. Yeah. But if I don't tell myself, your kids don't need to come visit you behind no acrylic glass, all bets are off. And I'm coming, okay? So I have to repeat that stuff like, your kids don't need to be visiting you in jail. Because I did that more than half of my life, visiting my father in prison. So, mm -hmm. listen, that feeling is the worst. I cried mm -hmm. um, afterwards every single time. That's the worst feeling to tell your parent by. Behind some acrylic. Or, you know, mm -hmm. some federal time in a place so I could physically touch him. But that feeling of, I got to leave you. My kids don't need to be put through that. Mm -hmm. I'm not putting them through that. So if I don't, if I, if that gospel not working with my babies, then I have to start telling myself, don't you dare put your kids through that. Don't mm -hmm. put them, don't make them come visit you because you that mad that you letting somebody else have that much power over you. Cause ultimately mm -hmm. that's what it is at the end of the day. Like you giving somebody else that much fucking power. And Ooh, I and that's honestly what made me do a lot of changing as well. Because I was giving I was giving people weight like you don't I don't even like you that much. For real. You just pissing me off. Like but you you pissing me off that much. Like me have and I, I had anger problems. I'm just being you know, my family would be like, What anger? I had anger problems as a as a kid. I found out literally just last year from my grandmother, my father did too, so where do you think I got it from? Hello? These yeah. people don't like to acknowledge stuff. They're crazy. Anyway, um, if I don't channel that, I will literally black out. And I'm, now I'm coming back to my senses and I'll see a blood pool of your body. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh shit, I'm Because no. of anger? Like, you pissed me off that bad? That's crazy. <laughs> No. Oh man. Oh man. Type of power. So when I feel like somebody is taking my power from me, I have to readjust. Like, hold on, let me readjust my crown because I'm a queen at the end of the day. A queen don't come off her throne and address no peasant. Oh, I love that though. I love that you're able to reframe that into you're giving somebody or something power over you. And you know yourself enough to be like, nah, I, I'm the one that's the power. I'm the one that that's the size. Like I'm the one who's empowered. I love that. I love that perspective. You have to, because if not, yeah. now you the crazy one. It's a scripture in the Bible somewhere. I don't, I can't think, and I'm not a perfect question, Lord Jesus, but it's just <laughs> along the lines of basically that old saying, you know, you arguing with a fool. We can't tell which one of y'all the fool. Don't mm -hmm. acknowledge me, fool. Mm -hmm. I'm not acknowledging you, fool. And yeah. that's something I just got together within the last couple of weeks. 
Believe it or not. Shout out to Chance Daddy. That's all I love that. It sounds like you, you're, like you said, you're still going through a lot of shifts right now. Yes, you know, that's why I'm like, negatives. If I'm not going to do nothing, I'm going to turn that negative around. Just the fact that you're aware of this, and just the fact that you, even if it's a daily thing, it's there's no such thing as you're going to be completely healed and everything is going to be, there's no such thing as perfection. The whole point, at least to me, of this journey, of this life journey, is to continuously be growing, right? Go through evolution and growth. Yeah. When people are like perfection doesn't exist. You're trying to reach perfection, listen, you're never gonna get there. So just the best you can do is just own your power, know yourself as much as you can, and leave room for you to know yourself more because you're always changing. You yeah. know, the constant thing in life, period, is is you you're born, you go through changes and you die. Like those are the three most constant <laughs> things in life. So it's only- just navigating. <laughs> That's the only thing you guaranteed is death. You know what I mean? No, seriously. So trying to reach some version of like perfection or some level of like there's gonna be a point in my life where everything is perfect. No. No, 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 no. But you can always be continuously growing. You can yes. always be evolving. Yes. That's checking in with yourself is like I, I love that you said this because having that awareness to be able to check in with yourself is for me like that's key. And that's something that I feel like not a lot of people are giving themselves the time, the space. Or looking at the opportunities, which comes in circumstantial shifts, right? Comes in like little experiences, life experiences, are not giving themselves the time, the grace to actually look at these experiences and allow it to transform to transform them. But you that's know? because a lot of people don't even know themselves. But that's ex- exactly is they think they do, but they do oh. not. It was so yeah. many. I walked around here like, I know me, I know me. Baby didn't know nothing about myself. How I'm walking around here acting like I know me and I don't know me and I'm with me all day. Yeah. I know how though, but that's the problem. A lot of people don't know them. And then once again, now here comes that accountability word everybody hates. Now you got to hold yourself accountable. Not somebody else, yourself. That's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. People don't want to work. Why do you think relationships fail? That's work, daily work. Nobody wants to work, you lazy ass generation, you. Yeah. They don't want to work. I mean, again, I feel like I can go deeper into this because if you think about the way things are set up, the way society, culture, those things are set up, they're set up in a specific way that, that wants to keep us from doing this work, right? Because things are so comfortable and there's so many like comforts and so many vices and things that kind of like, so, like, oh, you don't want to work in this relationship? You can get somebody else, you know? Yep. Like, you don't need to do the work. Just leave that person, go to the next person, you know? So, it's a, I think that's a deeper part of this, but I know what you mean. I know what you're saying. No, seriously, you don't want to grow, so you get friends that's, that are yes exactly. people. Yeah, you exactly. surround yourself with yes people because you don't want to grow. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Life. So I definitely, that whole part about knowing yourself, yes, I'm actually going to be speaking more about this. Um, yeah, actually, I wrote a few things. I just haven't shared them yet, but I'm going to talk more about, like, identity and actually knowing yourself in, in a way that's separate from culture and the conditions of society because... Yeah. Honestly, when you're so surrounded with circumstances and you attach your worth or your identity to these circumstances, what happens when they change, right? Then, like, your whole life falls apart. You're like, I, you know, what's going on? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not tied to this person anymore. It's like, who am I anymore? Or, again, can go deeper in this. But <laughs> I just have one more question for you that I wanted to, yeah, I just wanted to ask this one question. Um, what would you like people to feel like when they engage with your work and 
whatever work it is, right? Because you have two businesses. Are you still doing the first one, the graphics? Yeah, I have two memorial lanterns that I've been putting off the last three weeks because trying to shake this and this depression is real, girl. So um, I actually started on it the other day, but then I put the computer down because. Oh, I lost you again. Um, I, uh, sorry about that. I started on the other day, but my youngest baby wanted to go outside. Um, so I was just trying to juggle this work life home. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. But um, what I would like people to take from my work. Yeah. And again, not just your work, but when they engage with you, right? Like when somebody online, face to face, whatever, like what do you want people to walk away with? Like what do you, how do you want them to feel when they come into like a little bubble in your world? You mentioned it when we first started talking. So I'm just, I'm trying to see if that's going to be the same answer. Cause you kind of. I, I wonder, but I, um, I just want people to walk away um feeling happy feeling um full of worth uh knowing that they can reach whatever potential it is that they have if they really tap into it and do the work um just i want them to feel safe like mm. i always tell people like regardless i can i am very intimidating to people that don't have a voice i've noticed um the last couple of weeks people have admitted to me that i intimidate them and what's crazy is I have the biggest heart, the softest heart, and I'm like the biggest softie ever. But nobody knows that because I have to be so tough. Like, that's all I know. So I'm just naturally tough unless you give me a reason to be safe around you. I don't feel safe around a lot of people. So tough is what you're going to get. Mm -hmm. But um, I want people to know that when you're with me, it's a safe place. What we talk about is what we talk about. It's nobody else's business. Um, just whatever and i can honestly feel like what i want people to feel like when they leave me most of them do unless you give me a reason to because if i'm being honest you will get nice to me unless i don't have a reason to if you mm -hmm. give me to be nasty to you that's what you're gonna get because you should have left, <laughs> left me alone i love that i love that i love the part about safety yes i really love that it's important to feel safe in people's People don't realize how important that is. Yeah. All somebody wants to do is to finally let these walls down and to be mm -hmm. able to be vulnerable. And I can't be vulnerable, which no, none of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's a problem. So I want you, I want people to come here and feel safe. Like I, I want you to feel heard. I want you to feel seen, loved, valued. Those are all important things to me. Absolutely. I can, I can definitely relate to that. I do meet those are the three most important things. And I'm always saying, like, I, I want people to feel seen, heard, and loved. Because mm -hmm. I don't think there's enough of that going around. And I think we mm -hmm. we forget that. Because that's, that's what we crave the most, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Is there anything that you want to, like, share with anybody? Any last thoughts? Like, how people can, people who are in Atlanta? Or are you still doing work in Tampa? Or is it just Atlanta? Mm -hmm. Like, all my stuff is still there. Like, I need to go get my winter clothes. It's mad cold. Like, I only brought, like... Some of my stuff and all of my kids' stuff. Like, I'm only worried about the kids. Who cares about me? Like, um, but I'll go get my stuff later. My inventory is still down there. So, yeah, I still take bookings. Like, my first couple of months here, I was going to Tampa every weekend, literally. Um, so, I want you guys to follow my business page, please. It's a.taylor, T-A-I-L-O-R-D. Don't be trying to spell it with no Y. A period, T-A-I-L-O-R-D experience. 
um and just book something man i can literally do anything um and know that whatever it is you want to do you can do set some goals and and actually scratch them off start little and then work your way up big like make it realistic don't give yourself no dumb goal you can't reach for real like be realistic with your goals seriously so get some goals um get some friends that's gonna hold you accountable get away from them yes people get away from them get away from them yes people don't get comfortable in life because it's always changing. And just just grow, man. Growth is a beautiful thing. Put your mental health first. Put yourself first because self-care is very important. Mm -hmm. um, and, and just get a community because at the end of the day, you are supposed to have a community. That is what God wants. Um, so get a community where you can be safe, seen, heard, valued, loved. Um, I'm still working on that part myself, but <laughs> I'm praying until then. I, I got, you know, the little tool that I got, but. Mm, I love that. I'll be I'm just friend. going through the, the comments really quick to see if anybody had any questions or I'm the baby too. <laughs> so many comments, like, because I, I had the bottom part um, blocked, right? Oh, yeah, you did say that. <laughs> Black sheep for the win. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's what you were saying, right? The people who are like aware of things and are doing things. We're all the black sheep of the family. I love that. For sure. Um, absolutely. Yes. Oh. So there's no question, just there was just some comments, but very cool. Very cool. I love that. I love the ending too. I love what you were saying about. Yeah, community. I think we need that so, so much, especially right now. We, mm -hmm. we need that so, so much. Things are changing. Life is changing. The world itself is changing. And I think instead of trying to remain so tight and like, this is what this is what life is and that's it, you know, that we need to open ourselves up to the fact that like life could be more. It could be other. And just to follow that inner inner thing within us, follow those little shifts. Oh, I think I lost. I lost Brie. <laughs> I'm just going to wait till she comes back so we can close this off. Yeah, I definitely lost her. That little wheel is going around. Ah, yeah. Well, we'll just wait to see when she comes back. So thank you for watching this, for tuning in. If you're not tuning in live or watching this. Yeah, I definitely lost her. Let me just get her, get her back in. So we can say bye to her. Maybe her phone died. I'm just going to get her back in so we can end this off and you can say bye to her. But thank you if you watched this. It went a little bit longer than I thought, but that's that's cool. The conversation was flowing and I think it was needed. The things I ever said needed to be said. And again, like the whole point of me doing this is to just have an honest open conversation and life happens and just to realize that your life is never going to be perfect. There's no such thing as perfection, but you can do the things that you want to do. You can be the person that is calling to come through you. I mean, single moms, people in situations or circumstances that you may see as worse than you are still doing things, still following their inner light and still being who they are. And I believe in all of these shifts, when we have these experiences, that we go through, it's almost like an invitation. These shifts are invitations for us to go deeper within ourselves and to get to know ourselves more and to really, to really tap in 
let me just invite her again to really tap in and create the life that we want to live that's all i have to say on that at least for now um i'm going to be having more and more of these conversations three times a week mondays um thursdays and fridays so keep an eye out on my social media and see who i'm going to be talking with and if you have any questions feel free to send them to me because i tend to block the bottom part of my screen when i'm talking so i don't get distracted but at the end i will scroll through and look at the questions i'm just going to invite her one more time if not uh, if it doesn't work i'm probably just going to end this talk and go eat even though it's going to be a late dinner just gonna give her a few more seconds let's see All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna count it down. Ten, <laughs> nine, eight, seven, six, five, four. It just says she's unable to join. I don't know what's happening. It looks like she's trying to come on and say bye, but it's not letting her. One more time. Last chance. I'm gonna give this one more time. There Girl. we go. <laughs> My phone died. I figured. I thought that. And then it said it overheated. And oh then no. It... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the conversation was so fire. That's exactly what happens. Like it's but also Mercury is in retrograde. So that's why I'm just so chill about it. I'm like, yeah, so things are gonna happen. I hate this. Retrograde. Literally messing up everything. Communication technology, listen. Just like my computer is like Girl, I hate, I hate it. I, I, I really want to know when it ends. I really need to figure this out. It really needs to go. But well, you know what? It helps us with our patience because it brings things up that we can't control. And it reminds us there's a lot of things we can't control that we should be looking at that comes back up. But then there's also things you can't control. So just chill. That's what I love about my career. I actually love this time. I love it. Because it, it reminds me that, like, why are you stress about something you can't control? Just Girl, why would you? In Mexico anyway. What? <laughs> Look, I'm like, why would you be stressed in Mexico anyway? <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> oh, jealous. Oh, please. <laughs> so much pictures and content. Oh my gosh, it's so gorgeous. I, I yeah, honestly, I'm not posting as much as I should. I'm just soaking up the experience, and then when I get home, I'm gonna post Good. it. Good. <laughs> Good. And that's how I know we're growing up too, because that's been more my vibe lately too. Like places that I'm really enjoying, it's like I don't even really post it much. Mm, yeah. No, you're having a good time. Oh, I'm so jealous. Come and join me for my birthday. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be down. Just, just throwing it out there. If it's a possibility, that'd be cool. <laughs> DM me about it. DM. <laughs> Look, I'm like, please get me out of here. <laughs> I'm in Canada though, for real, for real. I was not playing. No, listen, winter in Canada? No, that's not a thing. Don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. For real? Are Is that right? Oh, okay. Nobody nobody comes here in the winter. Like, no. <laughs> no. Winter from what to what? Honestly, probably until like the end of May. Mid to end Dang. of May. Like, it, it, it starts being cold like October till like May. That's a long time. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's Canada weather for you. It's where I live, right? That's I know the hard. West Coast is different, but on the East Coast, no. That's mad long. Okay, mm -hmm. so no.
no, no. But no, I'm, I'm probably gonna be back here in January. That's what I was saying. Oh heck yeah, yeah, definitely. And you froze again. Is it working? Can you hear me? Oh, this sucks. Is it working? Is it working now? Something like the Verizon commercial. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? You're, it's okay. It's okay. But um, I was actually just ending it. So I was telling everybody okay. the summarizing, the gist of it. You made some really, really good points. Honestly, this conversation was amazing. I love all the points that you made. I love that you are just like me to the point that you're like, listen, just be real with yourself first. <laughs> Because you can't be real with other people and with life if you're not real with yourself. So just <laughs> do that first. I love that because I this is me. I preach this all the time. When I'm like, listen, that's how, like, look at yourself and honor that and look at yourself and look at your own bullshit and call yourself out on it first. That's a nice that's a that's key because people don't realize that they lie to themselves and about what they're lying to themselves. I was lying to myself for years about a lot of stuff and I didn't realize it until this year. And it's funny like, because we've done it, so we know. Yeah. Right? It's because we've done it too, so that's why we're like, listen, <laughs> I've been there, it doesn't work. That that's that does not work. So just not. do it. Oh. Yeah. But no, that's perfect. I can't wait to go back and watch it. I always like to watch it. I was I gotta go. I was halfway through yours. Is his name Daniel? I think I was halfway mm -hmm. through. I gotta go back mm -hmm. and finish. Yeah. Well, it was so good to see you. It's been so long. We haven't seen each other since I think since we were sixteen. I know, seriously. But I'm so glad we stay connected. Yeah. It doesn't matter how long, because when we get together, it's gonna be like time never, never missing. Yes, we're just gonna have a little bit more grace and a little, little happy lines. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, send me that birthday info though. Real talk. <laughs> I will. I will. Thank you so much for taking the time. I know you're a very busy woman. Thank you for taking well, the time. Thinking of me, seriously, you are doing great things. Let me just say though, real talk before I go, I am so proud of you, seriously, because like you know from afar for a long time. Like even with your modeling, even with opening the studio and renovating it with your boyfriend, like y'all are doing the damn thing. Like seriously, you are up there doing major things. Yeah. Even starting this making it a thing like people need to hear these things and you know I, I don't know if you say god the universe whatever but they're using you and i'm glad to see it i'm glad to be a part but i'm so proud of you because you're doing amazing things i can't wait to see what else you do thank you so much so uh, make me cry girl you know don't make me cry i'm so serious girl i can't <laughs> wait to see so proud of you seriously i have always been like oh my god look at Shelly. yes like i'm so proud of you seriously thank so you. such an <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you thank you and obviously i'm so proud of you too this is also why i reached out to you so thank you for taking the time thank you for being so open and just for being yourself <laughs> or always girl mm. if you ever need me again reach out i got you <laughs> yes yes gold love on those boys for me sending you so so much love thank you again okay boo have a good night Bye. enjoy next time yes okay. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs>